welcome to Bear Creek's Tuesdays Together. We record Tuesdays Together live every Tuesday night on our online campus at 6 p.m. Or you can tune in here shortly after um, that episode airs on our online campus right here on our podcast channel. Thanks for listening. Here's Tuesdays Together. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Can I have a little extra, everyone? <laughs> Welcome to Tuesdays Together. I'm Pastor JP. This is my wonderful wife, Pastor Jenny. Hello. And we're so happy to have you with us tonight. We hope you all get to join in, jump in. Thank you for closing the door. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> we hope many of you get to join us tonight. We excited. Get excited every week to come in and talk to you guys about the different things we talk about. So we're going to give everybody a few minutes to join in. We're going to mute our devices, as you can hear as the uh, things are going through. And, uh, yeah. So we're going to turn all the devices on. We're checking our audio, making sure everything works, and get everybody a little bit of time to join in. So Make sure if we're missing any, since yes. it sometimes lets us know that people are on. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it gives us comments. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't. Kayla so. Miles Sullivan's in. Hey, Kayla. And Charlotte, they drop in here in a minute and drop our coffee off because she just put in the driveway. Oh, your coffee. Sorry, my coffee. That's right. You already <laughs> have your coffee. Jenny's yeah. got a mason jar. I promise it is coffee in a mason jar. At least I that's already, what she promised me. I had already made my own when our lovely daughter <laughs> called and was like, hey, do you want some coffee from the press? If you haven't been to the press, it's really good. It's Check downtown. It yes. Um, JW's joining us. Hey, JW. Hey, baby. Uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, you have been like, Five minutes earlier, five minutes earlier, yep. I would have gotten something, but I got okay. my coffee order in. That's okay. <laughs> so a lot of times I get coffee and you don't. Thank you, Kayla. This is the sound, sound sounds good tonight. Yay! So I tried good. something new. I turned on low latency, so I'm not sure if the video quality is going to look as good as it normally does. But I tried to turn on low latency, so hopefully the comments when you guys comment and throw stuff up, it'll be a little faster. That's being able to respond back to you. So yeah, we're watching the comments and responding. So. Hopefully. And we move back over to the Macintosh, so hopefully the uh, audio comes in better. We're Macintosh. back to our normal. Sorry. Wow, I'm old, aren't I? The it's iMac. Not, I'm sorry. Macintosh. <laughs> I don't think I've heard it called oh, the Macintosh in quite some time. The, Mac, the iMac, the Macintosh. Thank you. There we go. So, yes, my coffee's arrived. Coffee. So, I was telling everybody on the live, my daughter's going to pop in with my coffee here in a minute. Thank you. Yeah. So, love you. She's in exam mode. Okay. Back. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in exam mode right now. It's exam time, so. So, all right. Well, go ahead. Kick it in. Tell me what exam mode is first. You can explain oh, exam mode, what exam mode is. Yeah, exam mode. So, she, um, she's in ACE program at Bay, and that means uh, extra hard exams because they're not only just end of the year exams, but they're also like, it determines whether or not they, College if grad. they score well on it to get an ACE diploma that gets them straight into Scholarships college. Scholarships and straight classes knocked out. All that. Yes. Um, Rachel said Macintosh in the computer lab playing Oregon Trail. Yes. <laughs> that takes me back to Panama City Christian yeah. School many years ago. Fifth grade playing Oregon Trail. You like you like that was like a throwback yeah, when you're throwback. like Macintosh. <laughs> sure, what did it say? You got oh, you got dysentery and died. That was the, that was what I got in mind a lot. Um, so apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yes. showing our age. Yes. yes, yes, we are showing our age. Yes. 
So yeah. it's all good. Always. Well, fun fact, the other day we were talking about computers with our girls, and um, we now have one of them that's, like, into Mac now. And um, yes. the other two were, like, you know, talking about computers and stuff, and we were talking about it. And I was like, yeah, fun fact, my first computer was an Apple. <laughs> like, it was one of those honking things that took up the entire desk. But it was an Apple, I think, 2GS. Hey, so, <laughs> so, yeah. Another fun We've fact. We've always been an Apple family, apparently. This is how cool Oregon Trail is. It's now on the Apple Arcade App Store. Just saying. So... They thought their new cool games were cool. Their Fruit Slash and all their whatever the play is. Old you can do a throwback to. But now throwback, you can play Oregon Trail. Right there. So if you want to die from dysentery in 2021, you can download Oregon Trail <laughs> on your iPhone. So anyway, I had to search it. That I saw it pop up my phone today and alert. You can download Oregon Trail. No, that's absolutely hilarious though. Does it like? Is it? Back does it look? Five years. Digitized like? Yes. Yes, it does. That's pretty cool. I mean, it looks more like sixteen bit than eight bit. Like <laughs> Rachel's <used> downloading. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no. so we made it past exam time. We made it past Oregon Trail and my Macintosh that I have on my desk. <laughs> that is definitely much smaller than the Macintosh I was used to. Yeah, it's got a bigger screen, but a smaller back end smaller, on it. So. Yeah, it takes up a different, back different chair. kind of space. It's not like the. Huge ones. And it's not black and white. Or no. right, green and black. There we go. It's because it's green. Yeah, Oregon Trail is definitely green and black. <laughs> Rachel so. said, I hope my ox makes it across the river. <laughs> I'll friend request you, Rachel, on oh, Oregon my. Trail. So. Everybody's going to have an Oregon Trail there on you go. their phone. We'll discuss our level over. on Oregon Trail now that we made it next week. So, anyway, this is the All message right. from. <laughs> what well, uh, we're actually here for tonight. Not just crazy commentary yeah. via the duelist. Now that we're five minutes in. So significant messages of communion is Pastor Tony's message from 418. And uh, so we're talking about that tonight. And this, yes. the scripture text was 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. Yes. So why don't you kick it off? Um, I see you have your fancy Bible already opened up. Um, um, well, I took, I was talk. actually, I got, this was my Sunday off. So I got to um, actually be in this, be in this service, which oh, was nice. Um, and so I took some notes in my Bible, um, but definitely I think to start it off with the very first thing, um, I, I've heard messages on communion before and I've heard Pastor Tony preach messages on communion before, but this was definitely one that I felt like was like one that you could definitely, um, repeat, like you could mm -hmm. listen to it more than once because there's so many <laughs> yeah because there's so many parts to it that he talked about that yeah. is so important and I think the number one thing that he said at the very beginning and throughout the entire message was that communion should not be taken lightly, lightly. it should not be treated as just another ritual mm -hmm. it shouldn't be just something that we do and we go through the motions there's significance behind communion um that right off the the top was really important because communion is really important um so i want to do this real quick I, the definition of communion because this is the one thing like we forget like mm -hmm. on a communion meal go oh that's the the thing a table not in the front of the church but like mm -hmm. as christians how bad are we about like using our fancy church terms and yeah, somebody else coming in sure. so i like to look at this from a community not knowing what we're even talking yeah, about yeah what are we talking yeah. about juice and stuff with communion what, what yeah. so what so if you look back at the webster dictionary or whatever the first dictionary that pops up and you look at search on your phone 
Communion is the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings, especially when the exchange is mental or spiritual level. So if we're having communion, mm-hmm. so like before we even get in the message and the juice of this, where of course, mm-hmm. like Robert Pastor yeah. was going with this, mm-hmm. communion is the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And so the whole point of communion is to remind us of what God did. Yeah. I always, I always forget, I always remember the old, you know, communion table in front of the mm-hmm. church that said, this do in remembrance of me. Yeah. And that was the whole idea behind communion is that this is due in remembrance of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to be reminded of it so we can have communion with him. Mm-hmm. We do it together for communion with each other. And yeah. it's funny, I, okay, I'm slowly referencing our book we're reading. <laughs> um, so we're reading, we, I just finished up, I was reading along, Trevor and I were reading The Winning the War in Your Mind. Um with by Craig Rochelle together because Jenny had already finished we it. We talked so. about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was good. We said you haven't read that one yet. That one's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then now we're reading the book, um, not to death, it was part. It's for from this day forward. From this day forward. Thank you. We're just going to start making a highlight every Tuesday on a yeah. book. What book we're reading right now? So, or listening to because I do script and I don't, I don't read. So I listen mm-hmm. to books. But it's the, the whole point of it. He said, you know, G, get, a lot of people go, oh, I finally found the one. I finally found my one. <laughs> and he's like, stop referring to your spouse or the one you're trying to find as your one. That's your two. Your, you see God as your one. And then see God together. So, and then when you want to find your two, together you seek the one together. Mm-hmm. And or if you seek the one, God will bring mm-hmm. along your two. And I'm like, okay, yeah. God, how much more will we remember, remember, be reminded of this during communion? one mm-hmm. and then he lines everything else up mm-hmm. for constant reminded of that so yeah anyway, and i like awesome. how it also the definition intimate like that that's like an intimate um moment i like that because it is mm-hmm. like as we break down um uh how pastor tony had talked about the significant messages of communion a, a lot of it there is a lot of intimacy there mm-hmm. um because when you think to um this was you know the last supper mm-hmm. this was a intimate moment yeah between jesus and his disciples um that <laughs> yeah they were communing you know and like to me that even takes like breaking bread with people in a whole new mm-hmm. a whole new world because now mm, you're thinking good. wow okay that's that's what an intimate you know mm. moment breaking bread with people because yeah you're supposed to be communing. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be sharing life, you know, with, mm-hmm. with other people. And just like Jesus was doing that night with his disciples, yep. those were his closest people. That's what he wanted. Was, he wanted around yeah. him. Should that be his last mm-hmm. meal? Which it, well, he knew it was his and last he knew, meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what about, what if we treated every meal we had, like that was our last meal with that family? Yeah. Like how much more would we talk about? How much mm-hmm. more would we like find out our family's thoughts and mm-hmm. feelings? And that's how much more would we, other message how right much there. more would we put things aside Mm-hmm. which is something that we're going to talk about here in the, the significant messages, but yeah. how much more would we put things aside yeah. and not worry about petty little put our, things? Put our that, phones away. Yeah. <laughs> petty things that we think are important or, or disputes mm. that we think are important. They're really or drama we talk about. Yeah. I don't know about your family dinner table, but we talk about drama a lot that goes on in our children's lives. Well, we have a teenager, a preteen and, a four-year-old, so who's preteen? <laughs> yeah, I think she's already a teenager. So who's apparently already trying to kiss boys more than other than our older ones yeah. are? But we won't Y'all talk pray about for that. The on the live, right? <laughs> yeah, pray for the duelists. Pray for the duelists. Duel girls. Yeah, we gotta look out for these PKs and uh, four-year-olds trying to kiss boys. 
Pray for us. Oh my. Oh Lord of mercy. Anyway, <laughs> so Paul's writing the church in Corinth in this in the title verse of First Corinthians eleven twenty three, and uh, he's writing church in Corinth about having struggles. They're having the community in the area of carnality. That's a big fancy term mm -hmm. for not following Jesus. Mm -hmm. So. So, so he writes to correct and give guidance. That's what a good shepherd does. And Paul was essentially being a shepherd from far away. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times he was writing these from jail, which just, mm -hmm. again, just reminds us how, how much we should praise God even when we're, yeah. <laughs> no matter mm -hmm. what our circumstances are. Yeah. And he's still worried about more about others than he is about his own jail time he's in. And uh, he doesn't just tell people what they want to hear, but corrects them and gives them guidance on how life should be lived mm -hmm. and how things should be done. This particular mm -hmm. part of the letter, Paul is correcting the church on how they are participating in communion and how his goal is to elevate them, challenge them not to treat communion lightly. Mm -hmm. And we, we've been through some yeah. interesting things in the ministry at the times that we're how much we're reminded that we are not to take communion lightly. Yeah. Like a lot of times we don't always voice it, our concern about having communion being such as the, like Catholicism teaches that it's actually God's body being broken. And it's actually his bread, actually his blood being shed in the cup itself. Mm -hmm where we know it's, you know, it's bread and it's juice, that it is mm -hmm. representation of his body and to remind us of him, but we don't take it as that the being physical, physical, the physical yeah. element. And it's yeah. being, not being that it's transcended into that, into that but yeah. we still won't take it any more lightly. No. That it's a communing time with God that mm -hmm. we don't want anything to interrupt our time yeah. with him during that. Yeah. So. So, um. You and I want to read that in the scripture, though. Just read 1 Corinthians 11 23, just so we have like a perspective on. Yeah, what so we're 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three says, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord Himself on the night when He was betrayed. The Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then He broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Um, I'm going to stop there with the bread or. Yeah. Sure. You can say, and then there are two symbols of communion. Obviously, we just talked about the bread right. and the juice or the wine, whatever you're <laughs> taking it as in, in your um, taking of communion, which mm -hmm. a lot of times it's hard. You know, we, we, we take it if we need to be at church to take communion, mm -hmm. which, again, <laughs> to be, remember, communion is about that intimate time with God and that intimate time you take with our fellow believers mm -hmm. as well. So it's hard when you take it at home, but we still encourage you if you are attending church remotely right now, still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take a cracker and right. take the juice and take communion yeah. with us. You know, it's about spending a time and breaking bread together as well yeah. as before God as we remember that. It's not mm -hmm. about, you know, just you have to be a church to take it. Get together. Um, but do not take communion lightly. And it's two symbols we, that we use in our in the church to take communion. The bread symbolizes the body of the Lord Jesus Christ that took upon it our sins. And the bread represents as a reminder of his body and all that he went through for us. We break the broken for our healing in second corinthians 5 21 says for our sake he made him to be sin for, who knew no sin so that in him we might become righteousness of god mm -hmm. so when they beat jesus they whipped him they spit on him they placed a crown of thorn on his head on his head nailed his hands and his feet to the cross his body endured pain and suffering and every time we partake of those elements we are reminded of that act that jesus did for us mm -hmm. And I, I think we were talking about this the other night, too, how cool it is that, you know, that God fulfilled prophecy, that people on either side of him had their legs broken. And so they would begin the suffocation process and their bodies with the life would be taken out of them. But that was after Jesus said, you know, 
Lord, unto you I commit my spirit, and the life had left his body. So with him, they actually pierced a spear into his side, and, and it, the fluids drained from his body. But he didn't actually have his legs broken. And he fulfilled prophecy in that mm -hmm. moment that his body was broken by, you know, the spear being piercing his side, but never actually had a bone broken during the process. Mm -hmm. So as his body is actually had never broke a bone during this process, yeah. yet his body, he still fulfilled every other prophecy through that. So that just yeah. really cool and stands out to me. But we have to be reminded that his body is broken. Mm -hmm. So talk about the So cup. then going on to the verse 25, it says, In the same way he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. That's good. So once again, reminded, what are we supposed to do? He used to, he was laying out the entire communion in that moment. Mm -hmm. He wasn't saying, go do this and remember this is a different way. For us, we believe that he literally meant do this okay. continue to take communion and remember who i am what i what i'm preparing to do because it's shortly yeah. after this last supper that he was taken in to be crucified mm -hmm. and that's the beginning that process so yeah. um so the first thing obviously with um this significant messages of the mm -hmm. communion so the first thing is the guarantee um right there it says in First Corinthians 11, verse 26, for as often as you eat this bread and drink, you proclaim, eat this bread and drink the cup. Yeah, okay, I said it right. <laughs> you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Mm -hmm. So when we take communion, there's the certainty there that there should be no doubt or question um, that first, the Lord's death. There, um, when you take communion, it should remind you that Jesus died and then he died for you. Mm -hmm. um, and then that he will come again. Because mm -hmm. it says, the Lord's death until he comes until again. He comes back. So we've got two guarantees right there. His death died for us and he that will he will again. come again. <laughs> and we're going to continue doing that as a reminder of the fact that he is coming back again mm -hmm. and he did this for us. Yeah. And until he goes back, we're to continue taking communion, and we're mm -hmm. to continue communing with God. And I mean, I like the fact that he's also a reminder that we're not to quit communing with Him. Mm -hmm. So if we take communion. Yeah. There are some things we can remind about. There should be no doubt or question. There are two significant things we can be sure of. That she said, one, that He died for us. Mm -hmm. Two, that He's going to come again. Mm -hmm. So Jesus died for our sin to be forgiven, and He will come again, just like He said He would. You can count on it. We need. We must be ready for His return for his soon coming mm -hmm. and so then the second message um is self-examination so in verses 27 through 32 it says so anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the lord that is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup for if you eat the bread or drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick, and some have even died. So, that one, you know, like, I think a lot of times we, as a, I think just as a 
be not not just our church but I think like big capital C church like mm. everybody I feel like a lot of times we kind of glaze past that part of it that whole self-examining mm-hmm. part you know um coming in pure holy. yeah we don't <laughs> think about um it, I mean it's kind of like goes back to what we talked about weeks ago with going past the holy of holies you know mm past the outer courts into the sanctuary past the out you know it's like you start thinking about that and it's like well we're this is an intimate time Mm -hmm. we're supposed to take this as an intimate time Mm -hmm. so if we're supposed to take it as such an intimate time what's any different from back at that point when you were supposed to be clear and clean before you ever went into the holy of holies um, if you ever got injured, in the whole yeah, if you got, to, one, yeah. yeah, yeah, if you got to that point, um, and you remind so, like, so that, that's still to me this day, yeah. like, I think of Pastor Tony in the, or the song where he's saying, and Pastor Tony reemphasized, like, only once a year was one mm-hmm. priest allowed to go in, and they tied mm-hmm. that rope off to his ankle mm-hmm. with a bell on it. And if they always listened to that bell, and if the bell yeah. stopped ringing, that meant that he was not pure, and he probably yeah. got stricken dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, like. That's how serious God takes communion yeah. with him, coming before him, mm-hmm. pure, righteous, ready to commune with God. Yeah. And you go, man. Yeah, and then you compare the, when you compare the two, it's like, <laughs> wow, okay, well, right there he said, that is, you're weak and sick and some of you even died. So it's like, yeah. okay, you know, like that, that part right there is important mm-hmm. to self-examine um, ourselves and make sure that we are clear of everything before we even take in because that's because that is that intimate moment Mm -hmm. and and it does mean a lot not to say that you have to purify yourself before you talk to god because god's the only way we can receive purity but to step into his courts to commune with him in communion Mm -hmm. remembering his death until he comes back that's the part that he's saying hey ask forgiveness of your sins purify yourself before you step into communion in that time of communion. Yeah. Um, and so. so, and we also, to make sure that we aren't taking it as an improper or irreverent manner, taking it in an improper mm-hmm. or irre- irreverent Irre- manner, yeah. there we go. Um, that's important, too, to make sure that we're not just, do, you know, we're not just going through the motions yeah. and just doing this. Yeah. Um, just because it's mm-hmm. being done, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, that's even one of those moments. Like, if you check yourself and you feel that way, then don't take it. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. don't worry about what other people around you are doing. God literally is telling us, yeah. don't take this if you You're are not. not. Don't take it. Yeah. yeah. So, Chubby, you so, add with that one? No, I, okay. I, that's, I think I think that's straight up where I was thinking of just mm-hmm. how important it is to go before God and pure ourselves. I mean, like God's done so much for us. How much more yeah. should we just make sure that, you know, we step into that holy time. Mm-hmm. All right. Quick survey. Cause we forgot to ask a question tonight. Okay. So if you're thinking, so I mean, you think about this, I want to get some interaction going okay. how, aside from Oregon trail. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about Oregon trail a lot. Anyway. So like how, think about how many different kinds of communion wafers you have taken over the years. Mm. Like, put a number in this in the comments. Cause, like different styles? Yep. Different kinds of communion wafers you've taken over the years. Because I know, like, we have the ones we take right now that are inside the top of the little... Little flat ones. Jesus Lunchables, we joke yeah. about calling it. But, like, that's... You know, it's hard to be... Remember, we're talking about Jesus Lunchables, right? 
but we're talking about you know the easy way of doing it like i think of like communion way i wouldn't even classify that as a different kind of communion wafer because mm-hmm. i'm really like those are still the same style that we put inside the you know whether you take it a whole platter of them or yeah. if you bought just one it was still yeah. the same style the little thin wafer mm-hmm. but i remember as a kid you used to have a little square one yes the little square like, ones that chiclet looked like yeah it looked, <laughs> there you go exactly it was like a little like well, cracker like shit. Yeah, it was. So, very how many different kinds of communion have you taken over the years? Yeah, I've actually, so. um, I went on a, it's been a few years ago now, but I went on a, um, I was some sort of women's, women in ministry. I don't mm-hmm. know, Miss Sherry took me with her. It was like, mm-hmm. I think it was, it might have been past the uh-huh. thing that we went to. Women and, in ministry conference. Yeah, it was yeah. probably a women's ministry conference. Um, and they actually, Miss one doing it and mm. she actually had us pull pieces of the actual bread mm-hmm. actually everybody like literally broke mm-hmm. like no, literally yep. broke bread mm-hmm. um at the tables and mm-hmm. it was like a whole uh whole ceremony you know whole big thing like it wasn't mm-hmm. just here everybody take this like we literally broke the bread together yeah we literally like poured um it wasn't wine. We didn't actually have wine, but we literally poured, you know, the juice and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was just a different yeah. thing. Like it, it's mm-hmm. very different from taking a cracker mm-hmm. and then, but then actually breaking the bread together. I remember that I visited so. a uh, Russian Orthodox church when I was in Chicago with my aunt, and it was interesting because the people that were under the age of like thirteen or fourteen didn't actually get to take communion. Mm-hmm. Only the adults got to move through there. But they actually passed the glass around. Mm-hmm. And everybody used the same glass, but they still had to go by yeah. and you broke off a piece of the communion. Yeah. And you but you actually had to be a member of their church and the Western Orthodox movement it. as well as an adult to actually do it. You didn't just get to join yeah. it. I think that's something then, different too to note that um <laughs> that even like most churches most like our church and Assembly God churches, you don't mm-hmm. have to be a member yeah, to take communion. To take communion. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of religions that you have to be, like you just said, sure. you have to be a member of their mm-hmm. church to do it. I was, I was laughing because I saw Kayla's comment. I said, she said the bread, right. and then she said the puppy, puppy square, square cracker. cracker. And now that we're at, then she said papery wafer. I said, yep. And then the styrofoam <laughs> wafer. <laughs> like, you have yeah. the one that you can actually chew, and then yeah. you have the one that's like, you put it on your tongue, and oh, it's gone. Yeah. So. I feel like we, um, we have an interesting one right now. Yeah. The juice is probably more of I'm interesting. I'm pretty sure it's a styrofoam wafer, not a... <laughs> yeah, and the juice is pretty interesting. It's a little strong. <laughs> it's yes. a lot strong. <laughs> it's, yes, it's, yeah. quite, it's quite strong. It's quite strong. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so if anybody else says, okay, Rachel said, growing up Methodist, our pastor broke off bread from a loaf and used the same glass, and our church asked us to fast before. That's cool. I've never actually, I've never heard of the fasting before yeah i would say no i've never heard of the fasting before either so my question okay rachel how late you'll be on this did you have to fast that day before church or did you fast like for a period of time mm-hmm. that's i'm just curious yeah that's curious. a good question i'm always yeah. curious to find those different things out yeah so yeah so yeah that's now that um, kayla said that i guess if i count the other papery wafer or the breaded wafer the cracker and i want to say to add an additional twist to it i want to say at one point we actually just used saltine crackers one time at our church, and we actually um, used saltines. Not our, man, I'm in Bear Creek, but it's one of the no. conferences I was at. We've had, yeah. we actually had to use saltine. We use unsalted mm-hmm. saltine crackers. Yeah. To, uh, I to think uh, when we, we used, when we were, you know, not in person, mm-hmm. 
We well, we, we we did it home. twice yeah. because we we were there when we were filming and we were mm-hmm. at home. But yeah, we uh, we had just regular crackers when we were at home doing it. Okay. And so you did an hour of prayer before communion. Okay, Absolutely. cool. Very interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. That's that neat. well, and that right there goes. I mean, they had to get themselves ready. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, I like that. That's good. New challenge, folks. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah. Pray an hour. It's usually the last for church and pray, and then yeah. and take it. Wow. Yeah. Prepare yourself for communion. That's cool. Yeah. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so sorry. then the right last, yep, sorry. <laughs> so then the last one was share or the last significant message was share or serve others and said, um, in verse 33, so then my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. Um, and I think that, uh, that it, yeah, just <laughs> communion. Um, and yeah. I think that it's also important to make sure like Pastor Tony and talked about in this message was examine that also you're waiting on one another, but that also means to examine your relationships mm-hmm. with others because there should be unity among mm-hmm. the body of Christ. That's good. And that's just another one of those things that while you're self-examining mm-hmm. and you're waiting for others and you're thinking about all of that at the same time, if there's anything between you and someone else, that could also cause issues because it's disunity it stops communion. um yeah and it stops the communing <laughs> mm-hmm. of of the body of christ and so that's sure. also important is to make sure that you are examining your relationship with others if there is something you know stop and and clear it right. up I thought make that, it right i thought that was interesting too because like pastor Tony was talking about there's a reason we have that time of we pass the communion out but we don't take it till we all mm-hmm. have that time to clear it Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, if you don't clear it, don't take it. Mm-hmm. Make sure you, you are completed your time of making sure everything was clear, making sure everything was okay mm-hmm. between you and others around you. And then yeah. we all take it together. Because yeah. it was a time of coming together. And I was like, I, I like the fact that, you know, the early church to talk about was the old early church actually stopped and did a meal together. It wasn't mm-hmm. just a, this time during the service. Yeah. It was a, we just stopped and fellowship together mm-hmm. and talked about, remembered. And that's a whole different kind of communion, stopping and having a meal together, remembering what Jesus did for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so Paul says here, wait, um, make sure everyone is there. Don't start without everyone being there. Annie says to share or serve. Mm -hmm. So another, so that other message is that we are to share or serve with one one another, be in service to one another, um, which was the purpose of Jesus, Jesus coming. He didn't come to be served, but to serve. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus served us by dying on the cross and he called us to serve one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, I mean, that's important mm-hmm. in everything that we do, especially, um, when this intimate time of communing, commute, communing, mm-hmm. <laughs> commune, communing, mm-hmm. um, is to make sure that we are, that's just one of those things like, okay, let me examine myself. Am I here to be served? Mm-hmm. Or am I here to serve? serve? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that that's super important. Um, I mean, that's just something like I've I've seen a lot of things recently about servant leaders. Mm-hmm. And um, someone recently in one of the podcasts I was listening to said, there is no such thing as a servant leader. Mm-hmm. If you're a leader, you're you should already be a servant. <laughs> if you're not a servant, you're not a leader. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus led by serving. He is the ultimate 
one to show us what leadership is all about and you should be serving. Yeah. Um, so it's just cool. another thing that I thought was really cool mm-hmm. out of that message, but I agree, Kayla. Yeah. Yes. Kayla said that was a big takeaway. I hadn't heard, heard that related mm-hmm. to communion before being one with the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought I had wrote that down because I was like, Oh, that's, you know, that's good because we always think about mm-hmm. ourselves. Okay. We're, gonna pray you know because you know there's that standard when you take communion at most places it's like pray you know pray for make sure Mm -hmm. you're clearing yourself and everything and then you know it's like that process but you don't ever really it's usually you Mm -hmm. you don't think about the we all need to be there we all need to be unified so I agree that was my thing I said I said don't live in habitual sin and take communion Mm-hmm. Make sure you you clear it before God, and then you guarantee guarantees self examination, and then share or serve others. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that yeah. clears that line. And when you're communi- when you're serving others, if you have something against them, you quickly realize it because your heart's not right, and you feel mm-hmm. that. So when you're serving others, you realize that hey, yeah. it's time for me to get right with God. Yeah. Or maybe something I need to clear because I have a hard time serving someone I have something against. Mm-hmm. So you go hey, clear the air, mm-hmm. make sure it's all open. yeah, there's open. Yeah, and I had wrote. Um, the notes I had wrote was there are repercussions now when we sin are you willing to put distance between you and God by staying in that sin mm. um, and I also put worship is not about me it's about him mm-hmm. and this whole process like the whole communion process is all about him mm-hmm. you know we're showing him that we are we're paying attention we're you know we're here we want to be intimate with you. Um, so it's important to remember it's not about us. <laughs> not about us. Yeah. Cool. That's all I had. That's all I had too. Cool. So, well, we appreciate you guys yes. communing with us tonight and, and uh, yes. joining us and commenting and, and feeding back with us. Yeah. We enjoy hearing those things. It's all fun to get to learn together, learn from each other, and mm-hmm. you know, having our virtual you know Bible study time that we get to review the message and just get to go together. It's fun. Yeah. we enjoy this time together and we enjoy this time with you guys so we appreciate you joining us for Tuesdays together we can hope to do it again and hopefully we'll work through our technology standards and if there's anything we can do to improve on that let us know shoot us a message or shoot us a text and say hey we're an open book (laughs) this was better or can we make it better yeah we're always looking for new ideas making the color better the video better we're trying our best to make everything line up I'm looking Mm -hmm. nice right now like my video is not lining up on the mouth audio so but yeah. if they're on the podcast listening, they won't care because they'll just be <laughs> listening and not watching yeah. us anyway. But I'd rather yeah. you guys be able to hear and hopefully the real-time audio and video, you actually get to respond with us. So yes. I was counting about 12 yeah. seconds between the time that I saw stuff happen here on the screen we're live to the time you guys saw it. So mm-hmm. hopefully that latency has gone down and we get to enjoy time together again. Yep. So Yeah, and um, we will not have um, Tuesdays together next Tuesday night because we will be at the ministry network gathering got it go. right <laughs> they changed for those of you that have been around for a little while it's so what we used to call district council <laughs> um but that will be next tuesday night and we have our very own gavin deal whoop, whoop. showcasing um tuesday night so we will not have a tuesdays together and if you week. haven't gotten to see him go back on the church facebook page you can watch that video as well as we'll be doing it here in a few weeks in the sanctuary yes. so you'll get to see yep. it live we'll have all person. of our all of our youth Fine Arts Showcase. Showcase. Yeah. So, but yes, Tuesday and the dish, 
I almost said it again. What used to be called District Council, the West Florida Ministry Network gathering is Tuesday night in Mariana. Or no, I'm sorry, Tuesday night in Niceville. Not Mariana. Tuesday night in Niceville. So if you want to go, it's open for everyone to go. And you can come and support Gavin. Hit us up for more details. Yep. So we'll see you in another week. That's right. (laughs) See you in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we will see you there. (laughs) Have a great night. Good night. Thank you for joining our podcast. Here at Bear Creek AG, our goal is to help others know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Have a great week.